Hello, and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Neo Yokio, which we'll be talking about today. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Bonilla, and today I'm joined by Sam Quattro. Hi, I'm sick. And Michelle <laughs> Andrew. Hello. Uh, today we will be discussing specifically the newly released Christmas special titled Pink Christmas that you can currently find on Netflix. Uh, we have previously talked about Neo Yokio, and you can find that discussion at OverlyAnimated.com. And you can also subscribe to us on iTunes at OverlyAnimated.com slash iTunes, on YouTube at YouTube.com slash OverlyAnimated. And wherever you listen to us, we always appreciate any ratings and reviews you want to leave us. But yeah, it's it's been a bit since we've been able to talk about Neo Yokio. That came out uh, more than a year ago, a little more than a year ago. And then out of the blue, it's hey, there's a Christmas special out. So wow, it, it, it it's been a bit. I don't know. Now that we're a year separated from it, what what were your memories of Neo Yokio before watching this? Um, Jaden Smith. Yep. Uh, Toblerones. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, no, that's about it. Just Toblerones. I bought the Toblerones at the store the other day because I was like, oh, we're going to podcast about Neo Yokio. I better go get a Toblerone, right? That's a lot of commitment, Sam. That's, that's just a little one. It's not like a huge ass one. But still. So you're saying Neo Yokio contributed to your brand awareness. Of yeah. Nintendo. Yeah, exactly. Hmm, interesting. Uh, that was probably part of their plan. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we, we've been a bit without Neo Yokio, but then we have this uh, hour-long Christmas special that pops up on Netflix, and uh, we're going to talk about that since it's in the season. We did talk about season one of Neo Yokio, and there's more Neo Yokio to talk about. So I guess we'll we'll begin with the general thoughts about what you guys thought about this, uh, how it compares to what you remembered of Neo Yokio from a while ago and like what stood out to you um well Michelle we'll, we'll go to you first uh, how, how did you feel watching this uh so I remember when we when Neo Yokio first came out and it seemed like a fascinatingly strange show but now that it's been over a year and this has come out it's kind of reminded me oh this is all utter nonsense like there's no point to this but it does exist and there are some funny jokes but ultimately it doesn't matter at all and that is kind of my big takeaway and maybe that's partially just because it's framed as a story and um the way that story wraps up is also just like kind of a lot and very ridiculous for the sake of being funny but i mean i this isn't the kind of thing that i feel like is going to be a staple christmas ritual for me in years to come i'll put it that way i think once was enough <laughs> seeing this oh okay fine uh, <laughs> new york did not uh, take roots <laughs> in your heart so that's fine um sam over to you how, how did you feel about watching this Honestly, I think I liked it better than the entire first season. Whoa. Um, okay. I know, right? Okay, so think of it this way. We're like more than a year removed from mm-hmm. that first season. I, I was like, okay, let me listen back to our Neo Yokio podcast a little bit, see what my opinions were. Turns out I really hated it. Um, <laughs> or at least I think that's the impression I got out of my passive aggression there. I was like, okay, well, let's watch the Print Christmas thing, see how it is. I think it works much better. I think when Neo Yokio is more condensed and not like 
however many episodes and trying to do like a whole big storyline when it's just like an hour special, it works, you know? So it could just do that in the future. Just be shorter and have more of a singular or maybe yeah, two or three connecting threads and not try to do like a bunch of bullshit like they were doing in season one. Uh, I really, I don't know, I had a good time. You know, I enjoyed the jokes. I got a lot of screen capable moments out of it, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I thought it was good. I enjoyed watching it. Okay, okay. And I, I, I think I lean toward, toward your side, Sam, because honestly, I feel like I enjoyed this more than I remembered enjoying the first season of Neo Yokio. Like, I feel like it's a lot more over the top. Yeah. In part because of the, like, we introduced from the beginning, like, hey, add a little bit of whimsy to this story. And like, it does feel a little bit more like we're actually making use of the setting of this not, this being some weird New York, Tokyo, myths with demons and stuff like it kind of actually feels like that this time as opposed to like the season one also i think that the focus a lot of the focus being on the clerk character i'm a little biased towards enjoying it because like it is voiced by a person richard ayuad who i wanted more of in season one and like he actually got stuff oh you got it show yeah so like okay well like i got my wish hooray um i'm not sure if that was a good wish in the end but like at least it was fun to see in the moment um archangelo is like so over the top and like i think that this is probably the best use of him just being a total troll through and through he was my favorite part of the entire thing i will say (laughs) (laughs) i enjoyed him a lot yeah and like this entire show including season one is like full of superficial uh, uh, complaints about the cult the hipstery culture but this is like it feels almost on another level in terms of just like hey branding's stupid but we're gonna do it anyway because it makes us money sort of thing like i don't know it, it felt a lot like even more transparent and over the top and superficial to the point where like now it's okay as as, as what you said, Sam, like, it's season one is stretching all that stuff across its yeah. episode or seven episodes or whatever it was. But, like, this is one hour. It's like, okay, well, that, that, that's, that's my, my allotment for the, for the month or year in terms of, like, this kind of, of, like, two hammer on the nail commentary. So, yeah, I, I overall enjoyed it. I think maybe there are some parts that, like, dragged, but uh, otherwise I think that this is probably the direction that Neo Yoku should go in if they want to be better. I think it's definitely more tongue-in-cheek than the first season and more... Like you said, more transparent. It's kind of like that scene in Wayne's World where they're doing, like, I won't bow down to our corporate overlords while, like, Mike Myers is eating a Pizza Hut pizza and being like wink wink at the camera. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's not a problem having brands and stuff in your creative things. I mean, every single thing does it. Uh, and it's kind of unavoidable, unfortunately, in the culture that we live in. Um, I guess the thing is, you know, how you do it, if it vibes well with other people. Usually, <clears throat> when, you know, people have brand tie ins, it's really obnoxious in your face but when it's more of a joke and when it's more like hey we know that we're being ridiculous with this domino's pizza watch (laughs) you know people (laughs) be like hey i hashtag relate with that i eat domino's pizza i think that's fucking ridiculous but you know in the end that's where you get stuff like you know the denny's tumbler and like everybody being all 
dank meme on Twitter with their brands, uh, trying to get into the, you know, cultural, uh, pulse of the children and what they're into. And, you know, capitalism, that's a problem that I don't fully enjoy, but it isn't super duper distracting in this way. And I guess I kind of am falling for the, oh, hey, I recognize that brand. I brought a Toblerone at the store just because I saw it on Neo Yokio. I guess it works, right? And it's like the 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 shoving of like fake anti-capitalism that maybe also exists in real life. Like people saying like, eh, I'm against like capitalism is dumb, but we don't really make any effort to move out of the system itself. And like, yeah. and like this show kind of like just pushes that all the way forward with like Archangel being like, fuck cap, fuck material goods. Yeah. Like buy, buy my tickets. Like, <laughs> yeah. Buy my tickets. Use this code on my podcast. Blah, blah, blah. blah. It's like, yeah. you know, I think there, there is like some good commentary happening, happening on there, but it's a really tangled web to weave in. You know, when you're accepting, I assume, things from, like, Toblerone and Domino's to have their products featured. And you have the whole thing with the Caprizi Martini stuff. And you have the whole thing with Archangela. Like, you're trying to make a commentary, but you're also bowing down to those same type of corporations. So it's like, I don't know. Where does that leave us? Well, Well, I think maybe that's the thing that made this a little more successful, potentially, than the first season. Because one thing I I feel like the show was sometimes trying to do was have an objective moral conscious. And that really backfired for me. Um, Whereas I feel like this time they're really not taking any of those things very seriously. And they're kind of playing into the shows without having a strong opinion about them either way. And that's a much better choice. I think it was strongly used here this time. Well, if anything, I feel like it's going the more cynical route of, hey, what does it matter? It makes us money sort of thing. We'll just keep working in that system. Because that's how it ends up in terms of, like, Archangelo stuff. Like, he succeeds. He gets all the money. Of course, everyone dies. But, like, our final shot is, like, him winking at the camera. So it's like, uh, I don't know. I feel like it, um, I agree with, with your thought that it doesn't really have a moral conscience anymore of, like, trying to criticize it. But at, at Right. So, like, I think it's going the, but I think it's going like the total opposite way of just being like, yeah, this is just how it works, man. Like, <laughs> everyone makes money. Yeah, we're cool. Yeah, it's like, we, we, we pretend to be like, that, that this sucks, but we're making money off of it, so what do we care, kind of thing. And like, thinking about it logically, it's like, ew, that's kind of a terrible way to think, but it does it in like such an over the top way that it, it feels more palatable that way. Right, like, it doesn't take it so seriously anymore, and that's what doesn't backfire. Mm-hmm. Now, but this stuff is also, like, in the backdrop of using this uh, this clerk, who I don't think we even knew his name before <laughs> before this show, or I've forgotten, but, like, he has a name, Herbert. And, like, we're, we're framing this around him just loving his job. Like, <laughs> that's, like, a, another thing that I feel like we've, we've talked about in other episodes that you can listen to our OKKO podcast about the, the glories of retail. But, uh, yeah, like, that, that, another theme of someone who's working and then he's harmed by this boycott. And he gets fired by an anime girl who is the CEO <laughs> of this company. <laughs> yes. I, I, 
I, I, I just really want to highlight this this anime girl. <laughs> it's like, this is the kind of stuff that I think Neo Yoke should be doing more of, like just leaning into its anime-ness as opposed to like pretending it's like still a New York hipstery thing. I don't know. What was her name? Bergdorf Chan? It was something amazing like that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. We should get Dylan to watch this. <laughs> well, or, <laughs> just based on that alone. Yeah. Or, or just use that avatar and be like, hey, like, what's that show? What, what, oh, an, shit. What, what anim- I should do that. What anime is that from? Oh, it's from New York. Oh, Yoki. man. <laughs> it's the, it's the new Good Yoki idea, anime. Alex. I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> it was your idea all along. <laughs> But, but yeah, so that was pretty great. And then he like decide he's he's pretty much decides to kill himself because he's lost his job, and then he he gets used for the story. But like that that whole line is also like another example of kind of the fake anti capitalism message that this is going for. It's like hey, this person's enslaved to the man, sort of thing. But at the same time, he's happy. So like I don't know, like. I, I feel bad for him in a, in a way, even if like the show is like, ah, you, you, you should have left that a long time ago sort of thing. Well, he has that whole thing where it's like, oh, I work so much that I don't have any time to think exactly. about all the wrong shit in my life, which is like, yeah, oh, that's fair. Yeah. But like, it sucks that it has to be that way. But I, I, I get the, you know, distracting yourself to like not think about things and throwing yourself in your work, even though it's really shitty work. And... You know, people treat retail workers like dogs, essentially. But anyway, I digress. Keep going. No, it's true. And and also, like, he gives up himself in in this show. Like, he serves himself as, like, a knight. He, like, put, gets on one knee to, like, offer to help Kaz. He kind of is like, uh, okay, sure. <laughs> like, so he, he just uh, gives himself to his work. And the, I, I, I think that that's an... Like, if you want to live your life that way, that should be valid, and it feel, feels sort of weird that we're criticizing that, especially considering all the anti-capitalism fake stuff that's going on in here. But that that, that exists in this in this story. And the, then we have, like, the all the way the other side of Archangelo. Uh, Michelle, you mentioned briefly that he was your favorite. Uh, what did you like about him most of, the, of this episode? It's just so easy to ship him with Kaz at this point, and I feel like they're the only two that really have any kind of chemistry for each other in this entire show. And the fact that he has this weird fixation with trying to best Kaz all the time, there's just a, there's a lot there to kind of chew on, and I like that aspect of the show. And the fact that the, the majority of the plot basically centered on them trying to best each other, getting the perfect secret Santa present, which is such a... Like, that is the kind of hashtag first world problems that these two young boys would have to deal with. Like, this this is what their catastrophe life is. Yeah, it, it definitely feels like an, the anime trope of, like, the two guys being kind of mad at each other all the time. And they eventually get, like, chemistry somehow out of it. Or just, I guess just a like general media thing of that. But... <laughs> But yeah, like, and then they like give gifts to each other, and the the spotlight is on them and stuff. And then he's like also pops up at dinner with him, so it's like they, they can't get away from each other. Yeah, Archangelo is in love with him. Mm-hmm. Sam, you're you're also into this shit. Uh huh. Yep. He's definitely like he's definitely kind of obsessed. That's undeniable. Uh, I I think the part that seals it for me is that at the the final shot is him passing by a Santa and just goes wink like <laughs> but like directly <laughs> at, directly at uh, Kaz so 
like it's a perfect ending um and of course like the the, the gay part of just pulling out a guitar to sing for your <laughs> for your like apple of your eye um the, the music in this special is something to be pointed out um Friend Like You is the song that gets first performed by my uh, Archangelo on electric guitar. That, that There's like a minute of that. And then uh, Kaz, as voiced by Jaden Smith, his thing is he doesn't want to rap for Archangelo, but he ends up showing up and rapping the, a version of that song, sort of, anyway. And uh, yeah, how do you guys feel about the inclusion of just like full-on songs in this special? I mean, it makes sense because what Ezra whatever like he's in vampire weekend and uh-huh. Jaden jaden smith's a rapper nowadays too so it makes sense i can see it uh did you enjoy the songs though no <laughs> <laughs> you're like i understand it doesn't mean i loved it yeah it doesn't mean i like it. i think jason the sportsman who also voices archangelo is also a musician in various ventures so yeah it makes sense but I didn't care too much for the songs. I don't really want to listen to this particular type of music, but good for them for putting it in, you know. A for effort. Okay, okay. celebrating their effort. That 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 that's a good take, I guess. Uh, Michelle, uh, how did you feel about the musical performances here? They were fine. Um, the rapping wasn't as bad as I I was afraid it was going to be. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so I guess that's a plus in its own way. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say that I kind of enjoyed the rap uh, song. I, I especially like that when it like switches to being a chase scene through the subway. I, I kind of like the the choice of like still hear the, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, keeping the rap song going as they're doing the 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 following them chasing each other down underground. Like, I, I, I like that piece of animation choices, so that was fine. Um, him pulling, uh, Archangelo pulling out the guitar in a dark room for, for, for Kaz. Oh, man. Was, the, like, it's, uh, that whole action was pretty cool, but the song itself is kind of middling, but <laughs> I, I just like the idea of him, like, I'm just gonna give you a song. <laughs> <laughs> That's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> it truly is. No, it's equity. Equity is the gift that keeps on giving. Well, like the the royalties that he'll give for the song, that's the thing. Oh, Ooh, there you go. That could be his own equity. Equity, equity is the thing. Yeah, I just realized that. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm stupid. I'm sorry, but you know, you can still get. <laughs> no, never mind. I'm busy changing myself in the Bergdorf channel on Discord right now. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad you're focused on the important <clears throat> things in life. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, let's see here. There's, there's a lot of, like, little pieces to point out here. Um, a, a new character that is introduced in this is Aunt Angelique. Um, she's oh, part I love of a, her. another story. Okay, what are your, your impressions of, of her, Sam? She's so cool and, like, just, like, the way she talks and, like, her general thing and how she takes public transit because she's a writer. And that's how, <laughs> like... Oh, man. I literally... I had a professor in college who was just like that. She'd like, I was going to go to Chicago for a weekend for one reason or another. And I was taking a Greyhound. She was like, Sam, you know, I got some of my best stories out of being on a Greyhound across the country. So you Aww. write down what happens. I'm like, thank you. I did. <laughs> that trip was mostly uneventful. <laughs> 
she says that it's her favorite content platform. Um, it lots, is. Lo- lots of mentions of content in this uh, in this episode. Uh, and I, I love her introduction is pretty much her showing up at the airport. Kaz offering, "Can I take your luggage?" And she goes, "Hell no, motherfucker!" So like, <laughs> pretty strong. Yeah, a, a lot of uh, just in general, this episode had a lot more fucks and dams than I it remember did. it being. Yeah. But, uh, I, I think for the most part it wasn't that distracting, but uh, yeah, but her, her introduction of "Hell no, motherfucker!" like that that actually worked really well. <laughs> Uh, Michelle, how do, how do you feel about Angelique in this? I mean, I like her more than Agatha, just because Agatha's so mean. It's not like Kaz, like, is without judgment or fault, but she's just always on him to be working. And at least Angelique's kind of meeting him in the middle a little there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, An- Angelique, like, it just has this uh, rivalry going on with, with Agatha, um, I, I, I'll say Agatha is terrible in this episode. Like she you know, is, she's such a meanie. The, the, when there's nothing to like really motivate us to like care about like what's going on there. I, I don't remember much of her from season one in terms of, like her story, but like it just feels like villainy for the sake of villainy. There, <laughs> just like being a hard ass. Um, but yeah, a- a- Angelique is is great, and down to their uh, final showdown of like them at a dinner table and they're like magicking soup at each other <laughs> that was yeah an odd very aside. petty yeah yeah um i just want to point out angelique is voiced by a, a, an african singer named angelique kijo so as she i think she hasn't really done any voice work before but like she, she's really good in this role so yeah i, I, agree. I like the choice um yeah, so Angelique is going around there. Uh, she, she's the one who brings the Toblerone, and that Toblerone ends up being empty as Kaz later opens it. And like, we also have like a weird lore dump in this episode too, even though like it's a Christmas <laughs> yeah. special. Yeah. So, so these uh, the these race of demon it's speller exorcists they're called in this show but like it, it turns out that they may be half demon like also this is a story being told by a exactly robot. so it, like, it's not real presumably we don't know if that's canon yeah it, it's a little confusing now but... yeah that's what I, th- I thought it was just like a, it's not gonna be explored further but i don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I just wonder about like the the idea of just like in, inserting important story information into a a Christmas special that is basically just a story being told to a kid. Like I don't know what what kind of a decision that is, but uh, yeah. So is Cad a kid? What Cad? Kaz a kid? Yeah, he's I, a he's a teenager. Uh, I'm I'm pretty like, sure. How old is it? He's like what, like eighteen, nineteen. Late teens. Yeah. I mean, he could be in his 20s, but he feels younger than that to me. He does. He feels like he's... he's, I don't know. Anyway, that was just me clarifying. Yeah. Well, also, if if he's a demon, if he's half demon, then, like, does he age slower? Ooh. Oh. Interesting. But once again, we're, we're stuck in this not being a real thing. So it's like, I don't even know if this matters or not. <laughs> I, I, I feel betrayed there. But uh, but a part, part of the demon thing is that he gets... There's this uh, whole thing with like a watch that can detect demonic presence. 
and the, the that keeps getting detected but it's because the clerk is is uh, possessed by a demon and the demon resides in this weird pink like structure that we go to several times and like both Kaz and uh the clerk turned into like line cartoons sort of thing also Kaz just says good lord i'm a cartoon <laughs> okay, and, uh, yeah, so they do do these like shorts experiment like different anime animated sequences and i feel like this year has had a lot of shows like uh, d- doing like trying trying to like shake things up and like making different sequences so like i don't know if it's just me being spoiled at, at this point but like i wasn't as impressed by this as like other shows that have done it but i at least appreciate that they're trying to like go a little bit trippier in in those sequences than usual I don't know if you if that if those parts stuck out to you at all. They're very hashtag aesthetic. I'll say mm-hmm. that. I like the aesthetic of them. I like the color pink and I like the color white. Well, it's got yeah. this. It's got both of those colors. So. Yeah, it has both yep. of those colors. So there you go. Uh-huh. And it's very the, vaporwave. Well, and the, like the, those are theoretically the themes, the the main colors of the show, at least in the title card. Like it's pink and stuff and. The, the, oh, get, dude, get it? It's pink at Christmas because something uh, happens. Yeah, because the demon explodes and they all get drowned in pink. They all die! Yes. If only more stories ended like that, just everyone dying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically that's how every story ends, unless it's about, like, fucking... Well, no, I guess everything has to end eventually. Well, yeah, but, like, the story often ends with happily ever after, and you don't see the part where they die, you know? But, like... that That's what I would think sometimes when I was, like, reading Twilight or whatever. Because the vampires are immortal, right? But what happens when, like, you know, 500 billion years from now, when the sun explodes, if they're still alive, and the planet just, like, collapses, what happens? Like, do they just drift off into space? Who knows? Maybe they go back to the pinkness because that's what the demons say, right? They're like, before New Yorker, there was just pink. We were living in the pink. And then, I uh, guess the pink was uh, like the universe. Yeah. Oh, no. The entire universe is pink, according to the demons. Very aesthetic uh, for it yeah. to be pink. Uh, all, related to the demon stuff, uh, there's also a scene where there's like a, uh, a party at somebody's house and somebody is they're they're offering MDNA, which is not MDMA, but it's Molly Mitts with demonic DNA. <laughs> like so, there's there's this whole drug thing, and like uh, Kaz is like, well, I don't need drugs to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna drink this martini out of a can instead. Exactly. Yeah, yeah but but of course, Arch- Archangelo, ever the the charming troll, uh, spike spikes Kaz's drink. What an asshole! No, the thing. About- that is, I think he he generally is trying to get him to have a good time. Yeah, but you don't like fucking put something. Well, yeah, because because he's Archangel, he's gonna mess it up. I think he yeah. honestly was like, oh man, Kaz, you gotta like let go, let yourself loose for a little bit, have have a real good time. So I I appreciate that he was trying to be a friend, but yeah, it did not go well. Yeah, so I think the moral of that of that scene was just, hey, hey guys, I know we're having fun here and everything's trippy and there's demons and stuff, but don't do drugs. Don't that's that's still bad. So, I'm drugs good. are bad. Maybe um, <laughs> at least these kind of drugs where they're like mixed with demonic stuff. Yeah, don't do uh, demonic drugs. That's especially bad for you. Yeah. 
uh, speaking of the Caprizi things, uh, um, Kaz's friends are in this episode, but the only stuff they do is they keep uh, trying to promote their Caprizi martini thing. And this also ties back to the whole, like, capitalism is stupid message, where, like, it goes from them selling it in a can and it sucks to them selling merch, even though they don't have any product to sell. And then it just moves to them having a brand, and you can take a selfie with it, even though the brand is not connected to a product. But it's just, hey, branding is the most important thing after all. Like, it is. Is it, though? I don't know. Do you identify with any brands, Alex? I don't think I do. We're, we're, I mean, we're, we're peddling for a brand right now. Well, that's true. Over the anime. <laughs> Exactly. So, like, I don't know. No one, yeah, no one's exempt. I think that's Sam's point. Yeah. So spooky. Yeah, and I guess it's a question of do we even have products or? You like, this is the podcast is the product. Yeah. See, so we're yeah. we're better than them then. <laughs> yeah, at least we have our product to sell. You know, the yeah. podcasts are free. Yeah, join our Patreon, guys. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, speaking oh, oh well, well by, by the way the fact that we're a podcast talking about Neo Yokio and Neo Yokio has a character with a podcast and there are many podcast jokes in the episode is um it, I, I did feel personally attacked at times I, I will admit um, yeah listen to our podcast that you're listening to right yeah. now. Well, it just Archangela is like hey I heard you like original content you should check out my podcast <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever told anyone in real life to check out your podcast? I like I've casually mentioned that I'm on a podcast, but I don't like the I don't. This sounds like so fucking terrible. Like I sound like such a dick right now. Okay, so like people will be like, "Oh yeah, what are you doing after work?" I'll be like, "Oh, I have a podcast and I'm on that I have to be on in like two hours." I'm like, oh cool, what's the podcast about? I was like, oh, it's about animation. And then they look it up, and I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't really like to advertise the fact that I'm on a podcast, but it just comes up sometimes. Right. <laughs> I talked about it a lot when we did Shrek Retold, but normally I don't. <laughs> I was just really excited about Shrek Retold. No, so you got to connect your brand to a bigger brand to like get it bigger. Well, what branch should we connect this podcast to? Well, Neo Yoki is going to go through the roof, I'm sure. So connect to Netflix? Yeah, yeah, Netflix yeah. sponsor our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would that even look like? What would Netflix give us? Toblerones uh, for Christmas. Yeah, probably. Well, we're at the stage of media where, like, sh- channels are buying, like, the uh, the rights to turn podcasts into TV shows. So, like, that, that's, that's really the so- next step. Yeah, what's that going to look like, the overly animated TV show? Just us... As oh. new Yokio characters, essentially. Well, well, Archangelo's podcast is being tele. I think it's being televised when he's like at his desk and he's like giving offer codes to. That's, his, that's, his that's a fucking talk show. Well, what if that's what we look like in twenty years? Oh, I, I hate it. No, I'm gonna stick to my roots. <laughs> be true, Sam. Yeah, be true yeah. to myself. But, uh, yeah, so the, the Archangel has a podcast and later, uh, the Charles is giving, uh, uh, Kaz a very comfy bath when a notification goes off. It's like, oh, I'm subscribed to Charles, to uh, Archangel's podcast. And the Kaz, Kaz is like, fine, I'll listen to it. 
and uh, yeah, he's advertising his show on his podcast. So uh, that that's also a, maybe a commentary on like what podcasts only exist maybe to promote other content. Oh fuck, we do that too. Yeah, because we're like we're, in a way we're we're promoting Neoyoki right now, aren't we? Yeah, but like at the end of every podcast, bro is like, oh, do you have something to plug? Blah 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 blah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Not every podcast, but like. Well, it's because podcasting should be a symbiotic relationship. We promote yeah. things that don't ever pay us, but then that's we true. also promote our each other. Yeah. So that's pretty okay. No, I, and you know what? Actually, talking talking through it. Also, the the wholesome part of podcasting is that we do get to talk about things that we like w- with each other sometimes. Mm-hmm. And also, That's we true. talk to people that we talk to people that we like and have grown friendships with. Aww. And like, it gives us an opportunity to talk about things. So, fuck capitalism. Podcasts can exist also <laughs> independent, independent yeah. of the of the terribleness of content creation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have the swagger that Archangelo had in saying fuck capitalism, but uh, fuck. We, can, we can't all be winners. Material goods. Fuck material goods. Yeah, yeah that, that was his chant. <laughs> uh, we should end the podcast on that. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Hashtag fuck material goods. Yeah, because looking, our podcast yeah. is not a material good, so we can still support it. Oh, and that's true. Right. Mm-hmm. We're just in the void right now. We're in yeah. the cloud. Cloud. <laughs> like, like the brands. Brands exactly. are in the cloud. Uh, let's see here. Is there uh, any other weird stuff to talk about here? Um, I guess uh, just in in general. I guess we probably should have brought this up at the beginning. But like the 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 we- the dialogueness of Neo Yokio was always weird in the first season, and it's still weird here. As Sam mentioned, like there's a lot of screen capable moments. Yeah. So you could like uh, the lines like um I have one written here of like Cass uh, Ka- seeing Archangelo fiddlesticks. It's Archangelo. It's like who says <laughs> yeah. fiddlesticks? But all right. And then yes. Archangelo's like the stakes is hot, bitch. So it's like we we go from one extreme of like whole, wholesome talking that doesn't exist to like just throwing in bitches and fucks everywhere. So it's like all over the place. I think it's become a little bit more charming now that we've lived with Neo Yokio for the better part of a year. Yeah, we yeah. kind of expect it of Neo Yokio now, so yeah. it doesn't feel very jarring. It's kind of what the show is. If it had a brand that's part of the brand of the show. That it's yeah, just so like now it's very, like, oh, you. It's like very mm-hmm. memeable that, like, that's yes. the brand. Yeah. yeah. What, what what would be the biggest meme to come out of the, this um, episode? This episode? Fuck material goods, obviously. <laughs> you think that, that, that's the one that's going to survive? I think so. Yeah. I, I that's think it, that's, that's the, the only one that, like, sticks out in my mind. The Domino's Pizza Rolettes is maybe potential but i don't know like, like in a similar way to the toblerone from last season yeah they're good uh-huh. visual gags versus like line humor uh-huh. i mean probably the biggest new yokio meme besides toblerones is the i can still see you bitch with uh the day yeah that's just such a good line i love, love like that. like i still see that being memed everywhere um uh, have you have you kept seeing the do you mind if i vape one <laughs> no i haven't seen that at all uh, i haven't seen that in a while i remember that being hot for a second <laughs> uh we're, we're missing steve buscemi in this one um oh yeah, yeah he was a character at some point you're just flooding all of my neo yokio memories back oh yeah <laughs> it's been a while 
is there any other major stuff that you guys wanna wanna point out here from from this special that stuck out to you? What else happened? They talked about that Christmas goose for a while, I feel like, which was interesting. And me and Sam were like, is Christmas goose a thing? I thought, like, mm, ham was like a Christmas ham. thing. Which well, goose thing become a Christmas thing? I think duck is a thing. I've heard of people having duck at Christmas, but not goose. I don't know. We're probably going to get a comment like, oh my god, you fucking idiots. Like... <laughs> 500 years ago, all they ate was Christmas goose. I can't believe you didn't know that. That's the only bird they could find. <laughs> That's the only bird they could find in, like, fucking Yorkshire. Uh, I, I do think, uh, as the, her, her, his ants are fighting, he's like, Ants, please, you're upsetting the Christmas goose. Yeah. <laughs> I like that line a lot. Uh, there was, like, a throwback to that one girl who, like, was in the hospital... Oh, yeah. Was I, that his girlfriend? Like, his rebound girlfriend? Or were they just friends? I forget. Uh, I think he girl. wanted to get with her, and I don't yeah. know if she... And she like, wanted to take down consumer society. Yeah, but oh, yeah, the, that was... All her outfits to actual consumers. Th- so that was the entire plot of the second oh. half of last season. Oh, my <laughs> fucking God, how did we forget? Yeah, but wait, what, what was the callback? Though? You um, they, they were selling her dress... <laughs> Her hospital gown. And her her headband sash thing. Oh. Yeah, they were selling it at a Bergdorf's. At like a fancy store for and like that, thousands of dollars. That didn't click for me. I was like, wait, why are we doing a hospital gown thing here? Because it was oh, the yeah. first season. The thing, yep. Uh, okay, yeah, that, now, now that it makes sense. Well, good good, good, for, good for them that they want to put a callback to the anti-capitalist character from last season. Yeah, we got so much more capitalism and anti-capitalism happening here. The anti-capitalist character is being used to sell overpriced hospital gowns. For a good cause, I assume. Sure, for anime girls' enrichment. Have you ever stolen a hospital gown from a hospital? Do people do that? I did. Oh. Okay. Sam did. That's all you need to know. Yeah, Rip, like, a couple years ago when I was in the ER because I thought I was having, like, a, a ruptured appendix, I, uh, I stole the hospital gown. <laughs> I don't, I don't have it anymore, unfortunately, but Aww. I did, I did good, for a while. Would have been a good memory. Yeah, the memory of when I thought I was dying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, do, 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 uh, uh I guess well, we we already talked about the demon stuff. Like basically, he gets he possesses the clerk into being a demon, and then they have this final showdown in, in the underground. Uh, Kaz is like, "I'm not going to kill you because then that will release the big the big demon." And then Ant shows up and is like, "Eh, I'm going to kill him anyway. What does it matter?" And then uh, Kaz is like, "Why didn't you tell me the truth, Ant?" And Ant's like, "Because you're a pussy." And it's <laughs> like. He kills the demon. The demon turns to pinkness. Everyone dies. The end. Um, yeah, so the ant is dumb there um, for some reason. and Because it's a story. Yeah. Oh, and th- there's this meta ending of like the uh, Kaz being like, what the fuck, Charles? Like, what kind of a story is this? And why leave room for interpretation? Because like we are also asking that question of like, why? how do we know any of this is real? Sort of ambiguity yeah and then yeah. charles hops out of the suit yeah the the person inside of charles uh, i think her name is sadie if i'm if i recall correctly 
Uh, and she's like, I gotta go to mass. <laughs> yeah, midnight mass is a thing, I think. Don't remember. Interesting that Christmas exists. I feel like I say this in everything where Christmas exists, but interesting that Christmas exists in this universe where demons also are, like, real. So it's like... Yeah, it's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's like, if, if Jesus is actually real, then why are, like, demons still a problem? But I, I wonder if, like, they thought about that world-building thing, or if they're just like, oh, they just have Christmas because... Although at the very beginning, when he's like reading, uh, when Charles is like, "I'll tell you a Christmas story." Let me read you the Book of Matthew. Abraham All right, yeah, right. So the Bible exists in this universe too. I guess the demons just came along, probably around the eighteen hundreds, seventeen hundreds or so. Like, hey, we're here. So you know, you had that couple hundred years of Christianity to sink into the world. So we have Christmas. Yeah, this is uh, an alternate universe that probably falls apart the more we think about it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, best not to dwell on the inner musings of Neo-Yokio. Neo mm-hmm. so as, as its themes are superficial in nature, so thus must be our analysis of the show. <laughs> I mean, Domino's Pizza exists in this universe. I mean, anything. And apparently they treat their employees very well because they give them watches if they stay around long enough. That's great. According to... Yeah, Domino's watch. Yeah. Do you want a Domino's watch? Is that, like, the pinnacle of the world? I I would kind of prefer a Pizza Hut watch, to be honest with you, but, you know. Ew! (laughs) (laughs) What about a little Caesars watch? Hmm. Oh, Michelle coming out of left field with Little Caesars. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I would settle for a Domino's watch. But see, capitalism is not about settling. It's about fighting for what you want and paying all the money to get it. Yeah. God, if we... if who Whose secret Santa gift was the best? How about that? And the oh, sh- yeah, I, I guess that was a thing that happened. Like, we actually televised the Secret Santa thing, and there's, like, an announcer and everything. Yeah, like, it's a sport. Yeah, so, um, let's see, do I have what stuff there was? At, there was there, there's a, there's a Mercedes a with stocks. Yeah. Um, I think the car is the best gift. Yeah, the other one was, I think, like, a 50-year-old wine or something. Or a Cognac, mm-hmm. it was a Cognac. Yeah. Um, do you remember any other um, gifts? I think. I think there were only two before I got to Kaz. Honestly, yeah, yeah the so. shares for BMW. It was yeah Mercedes Benz, but yes, Sh- yeah, or yeah, cars, cars, yeah, things. Cars. Cars. You know, let, let us not let the branding obsess my head. No, stop, get out of my head. Okay. <laughs> Cars are um, things that I know yeah, about. We should, we should just call them cars. Generic car brand. There. <laughs> Generic car brand. Equity. Yeah. yeah. Cool. But, uh huh, and then the uh, Kaz tries to give the watch, and uh, the, the Archangel's like, "Fuck that! I'll just play you a song." Um, oh. yeah, so I, I I think at this point we've covered pretty much yeah. everything here. So, uh, final thoughts before we begin wrapping up here. I don't think I would watch it again, Super Smash. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, um, I, 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 I happen like to it. agree. I know I said that I liked it, but you know I need some time. Maybe I'll watch it and like. July. Give it, yeah, give it some time. You know, then so like I'll, I'll like I'll watch the BoJack Christmas special every couple months. Like I'll watch it in like June, and then I'll watch it closer to Christmas. So maybe it'll be a thing with the new Yokio one if it ever 
comes back into my consciousness after this podcast. Okay, well, just a reminder, season two will probably exist, so it will at some point. Will, will it exist? Has, has it been, like, officially announced? Uh, I, I don't know. Oh, fuck, we should look it up. Yeah, we yeah. should. Um, Michelle, what, what are your final thoughts on this? Capitalism is bad, but I think we all need it sometimes. Not at all that that is a takeaway of this show, <laughs> but um, I think it could still be true in general. Okay, so solid level-headed analysis. I like it's it. It's nearly uh, impossible to escape capitalism. Yeah, it's hard to escape it. That's a even more true way to talk about it. In the society that we live in. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess that this special poses that while capitalism has to exist, maybe, but that doesn't mean we need to dive headfirst into it or make it our entire lives, because then we end up being enslaved to the anime girl who leads our company. Or, you know, or, or forcing people to listen to our podcast to get free coupons for our musical shows. To be, fra- to be fair, we don't do coupons or anything. Yeah, maybe we should. But <laughs> we did. Hmm, I don't know, we should talk to Dylan about that, I guess. <laughs> But yeah, so and uh, in, in general, I think that this this does end up being an entertaining piece of Neo Yokio, and I'm I'm more likely to rewatch this than I am anything from season one. So yeah, I'll with yeah. that, and yeah, like if it it does feel like a like an anti Christmas special, like if I wanted to watch something that'd be like, hey, Christmas is dumb, then I might put on this. Like this seems like a good candidate for that, but uh, like. If I want to watch something alone, I, I don't think I'd probably watch this again. What would you watch? I don't know. Like I, I, I'm generally lacking Christmas media, but uh, I mean, I'd like, probably I'm, just I'm, watch the BoJack one again. <laughs> yeah, BoJack one is fine. I think uh, Steven Universe has a couple of good winter episodes, like Winter Forecast. Maybe the OKKO OK Black Friday one is a little. Oh bit yeah, that was that was that was a pretty good one. Yeah, so the, 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 there's other stuff out there, but yeah, the, this one is it, it's a piece for sure. <laughs> it, it, I'll probably end up watching it again at some point. But yeah, so I think that that concludes our thoughts on Neo Yokio. Um, if you want to catch up on other pieces of content that we've covered here, <laughs> really animated. You can do that at OverlyAnimated.com. You can also join us on Discord if you want to chat with us about animation there at OverlyAnimated.com. Yeah, Discord. I'm, I'm Borgdorf-chan <laughs> now. God, that was terrible. <laughs> you got out. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, we do have a Patreon where you can support our, us through your hard-earned cash uh, if or, or virtual money if you have it. But we would appreciate it as it does uh, help us and uh, give us incentive to, to keep going in this world. So if you want to do that, you can do that at patreon.com slash animated. Um, thanks to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Danny. Uh, thanks to our Patreon executive producers, John, Ryan, Stephen, Hugh. And uh, yeah, there maybe there are plugs. I don't know if there's anybody want to plug um, their their Instagram. Or... <laughs> you can follow me pretty much anywhere at CoolMCR if you want. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, that'll be like on the sidebar of um this on the website anyway, like our Twitters and stuff. 
Yeah. yeah. You, you can you can go on over the anime dot com if you want to follow us. Uh, yeah, I am at Alex Bonia underscore OVA on Twitter if you want to look for that. Uh, yeah, give us the, those follows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those, 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 I guess the, the one thing that this episode was missing was any critique on social media. I feel like everyone does that these days, so maybe, maybe good for them that they avoided that piece of stuff. God, but. dude, I just watched the Ellen special earlier, and she goes to like a whole tangent on that. Not a know. fan. <laughs> anyway, yeah, at this point, that's kind of played out, so maybe good for Neo Yokio that they avoided that. Um, other shows we cover, um, may, maybe better than Yokio. Uh, we, we, we just finished co- doing a Voltron coverage. That show ended. Yep. And if you want to follow, um, our podcast on that, we have uh, two podcasts out about that. Um, Steven Universe is coming up very soon, new episodes. So we'll have podcasts on that very soon. Uh, and we also have our, uh, our annual awards ceremonies, the OVEs. Um, some of us like to call them the ovaries. Yeah, the ovaries. Yes, ovaries. Yeah. So you can uh, look at overtheanimated.com to like vote, uh, to vote on those. The vote is currently open. Um, Neo Yokio is not nominated for anything, unfortunately. The, the Christmas special, uh, I don't know if it ever had a chance, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you like other animated shows, you are free to go look at that as well. So, yeah, I, I think with that, we will be signing off. To, thanks for listening, and we'll, we'll talk to you whenever New Yokio Season 2 happens to come out. So, goodbye. Bye. Bye.